another episode of the case conley podcast and boy oh boy game seven in boston did not go expected at all the miami heat went in and not only beat the boston celtics but dominated the boston celtics on their home court to advance to the nba finals 103 to 84 and it was Tough for Boston from actually the first play. Um, first play of the game, Jason Tatum rolled his ankle. He did not look the same the entire rest of the game. But, man, what a performance by Miami. And, and before talking about kind of diving into the game, we need to give our props to a Hall of Fame head coach, Eric Spolstra, who has just dominated every other coaching staff this entire postseason. He's just been fantastic. I mean, he... He is the best coach in the NBA, and, and, and that is why. I mean, the way that they were able to play their zone defense, especially as the most very important thing. It's interesting. That zone has been fantastic, and they were able to switch the zone to play it a little bit differently against the Knicks, which completely shut down the Knicks inside perimeter inside game force the Knicks to shoot threes this time they kind of wanted Boston to drive but they kept taking bad threes but Spolstra's 2-3 zone absolutely fantastic absolutely fantastic and coach Spolstra obviously it's going to be interesting to see this zone against Nikola Jokic is the one thing I'm so all ready for in this finals. I'm very interested to see how Miami tweaks it if they use it. But then also, how does Denver attack that? Where do you put Jokic? Where do you put maybe Jamal Murray? We know the shooters probably will see Porter and KCP on those corner wing corners. The other thing to mention is Boston got a lot of good shots between the last two games. They had a lot of open threes that they just missed. I mean, 9 of 42 tonight. And, you know, when we talk about their offense, their offense is really bad. Like, sometimes that offense is one pass three. Way too much. Way too much isolation, one pass three. No movement. I mean, when they got into the paint, they got whatever they wanted. It lasts three or four games. But the settles, there's so many settles. I mean, Jalen Brown, one of nine. Derek White, two of nine. Mark Smart, one of six. I mean, it's hard to put a lot of anything blame on Jason Tatum. I mean, after rolling his ankle, and it was a bad it was a bad one, and you could see he was trying to play through it, but he probably shouldn't have played 42 minutes. I, I thought Robert Williams was fantastic off the bench. He's been fantastic, I think, for a majority of the series. He was great on Jimmy Butler. He had eight and six. He was great when he was in the game. He only played 14 minutes, but he was great. I mean, Mal- Malcolm Brockton airballed his first three. His arm was not okay. And it was just the role players didn't really step up enough. And, I, you know, I think, especially early, I, I think Stan Van Gundy said it, and I 
thought the same thing. As soon as Tatum went down, this turned into Jalen Brown's chance. A lot of people say Jalen Brown is the alpha. Jalen Brown should be the number one option on this team. All this stuff. He had his opportunity, and he had eight turnovers. It was horrible. It was half the time he put it on the ground, it was getting stolen. Eight of 23. One of nine, of course, from three, like I said. Not a good performance for Jalen Brown. And especially when Tatum went down like that, you needed a guy like Jalen Brown to step up and make some plays. So, I mean, obviously, one thing I want to say, too, is Joe Mazzulla deserves the credit of coming back and winning three in a row. As much as the media and we have slaughtered him for losing the first three, I will put a little bit of respect and he, he figured some things out. In the, in the next three, but this game was, it was rough. And I mean, it, it was interesting too, because they, he called an early timeout, which he obviously doesn't like calling timeouts. He called an early timeout around the six minute mark. As soon as that happened, Boston wanted to run a play and he went into that zone. And that zone and game, and the zone has been fantastic. Entire series, it's been massive. Too many one-shot. You can almost get too many easier threes from it. But they just settled. They just settled way too much. So it'll be interesting to see, obviously, with the matchups. Another thing, too, that Coach Bo decided to do was no Cody Zeller, no Kevin Love. We're just going to play small ball. And it worked, but obviously, you're not going to be able to do that against Denver with Nikola Jokic. It'll be interesting to see how he kind of manages those lineups. And if he does use the small ball lineup, but small ball lineup was great. Um, Haywood Highsmith, Division II basketball player, was absolutely massive. Game five in Boston, he had 15. They lost him kind of a blow up. He had 15. He was great. He hit like three threes. Game seven, he played nine minutes. Those nine minutes, man, he worked his tail off. He worked his tail off, and they, they ran that zone with him. He was fantastic. I mean, the, the ability to come right off the court and do that, didn't even play in game six, comes right off the bench, makes some great plays. But in my opinion, Jimmy Butler was was good last night. He should not have been the MVP of the series. It was Caleb Martin. Caleb Martin was absolutely fantastic. I mean, he was great. In this series, he averaged 19 and six. And he had some huge games like game seven. 11 of 16, four threes, 26 and 10. Man, he was great. And I, with Bam not playing as well as we've seen, he went 4 of 10, 12, uh, 12 and 10. Someone needed to step up, and Caleb Martin stepped up this entire series, honestly, for a majority of the postseason. But the role players, I mean, when it comes down to it, Miami hit so many timely threes. There was about three times in that game. I remember one of them was in the first half. Boston had just hit a three. They just hit a two, just hit a three, cut it to 11. Crowd was back into it. Great possession. Gave Vincent huge corner three. Another moment I remember is, I believe it was a nine-point game in the second half. Out of bounds, under the hoop for Miami. There's 2.6 maybe on the shot clock. Throws it out to Bam. Bam tips it back to Struess. Drew hits a three, silences the building. They just did not allow Boston to go on a run. As soon as they got that lead, they did not allow Boston to go on a run. I mean, Duncan Robinson had two big threes. 
Keith Vincent, of course, he had another three to go with that. Kyle Lowry. There's another another scenario. I think it was I think it was maybe an 11 point game again in that second half. Miami or Boston just hit a couple shots. Kyle Lowry takes a great step back jumper, 17 footer, cashes it, kills the momentum. They just know how to win. And when you have, I believe they have five guys who've played in the finals before. Out of the nine guys that they normally play. Hey, Love, Lowry, you got Jimmy, I mean, Bam. So, some of these guys, so much experience. And they just make winning plays. They just make more winning plays than the other team. So, obviously, Miami, we need to stop doubting them. We need to stop doubting them. But we can't stop doubting them. Because now they go and they take on the Denver Nuggets. So, obviously, matchup-wise, the Nuggets are an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. Game one on Thursday. The, the rest part is interesting to me. Remember, the Nuggets haven't played in a week and a half. So that, that's a little bit of an interesting dynamic where will they come off fresh? Will they come off rusty? I think it's going to be, again, Mission Miami, what Eric Spolstra has said and what they've always done. They just need to get one. They need to go in there and get one. Now, are they going to focus on game one? They can focus on game two. I think that we're going to see a very similar start to the series like we saw uh, with the Lakers series, where Denver heavily dominated, especially in the first half. And I think they could run away with it. I, of course, picked Denver to start the whole playoffs. I still think Denver wins. I think Denver wins in five. I think we've seen Miami kind of max out. Of course, I feel like we've said that every single series that they've maxed out. They've hit their ceiling. I think they really have here, though. Jimmy Butler has looked good, but he doesn't look as fresh as he's been. And you can tell his legs are kind of gone. But he's going to need to step up. And he's going to have to play big, obviously, for them to have any chance to win. Uh, I think the interesting matchup is going to be who guards Nikola Jokic. That's going to be an interesting thing. Obviously, I expect Bam to be on him for 95% of the series. But when Bam comes out, what are you going to do? Because he can't go to that small ball like you have been in the Boston series. So you have a real decision to make. I, I expect to see Kevin Love. But I think we'll see a lot more of the zone. They could go, uh, another possibility that I could see is they could go small into the zone. And they, don't a couple, they did that a couple times in the Boston series where they went small and went to the zone. They also went small and switched everything. So that's a couple little different nuggets that'll be interesting to see how they play, especially in those minutes without Bam Adebayo. Especially in those minutes without Bam Adebayo. But what's next for Boston? Because at some point, we sit here and we think, you know what, it's not going to work. So if I was Brad Stevens and I was in charge of this team, number one thing I'm going to do is Al Horford needs to be gone. Listen, he's been a fantastic career, but he just doesn't do enough in these games. And, you know, he wasn't horrible last night, but there's too many miscues, too many breakdowns. I think that's one, and he can slot Robert Williams right in that lineup, but something needs to be figured out between Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown because it, it, it seems like either they both play really well together or they play horribly together. And when you have a superstar combo in the NBA, that's 
not what it's supposed to be like. It's supposed to be that you can rely on one if the other one's not playing well. It feels like when they both are not playing, when they, when one's not playing well, the other one's not. And that that's just not going to work in the NBA. And we saw that last night where that's where you needed Jalen Brown to step up. Jalen Brown didn't step up. And, and, and that's where the real issues are coming. And I, I think that's a big decision for Brad Stevens to make is, do we perhaps move on from Jalen Brown? Do we evaluate our options? I mean, I think all of those have to be on the table at this point. All of them. But Miami back to the NBA Finals. What a run. I mean, it's it's hard to think. And, and you know, the pressure that Miami had, I think Miami plays so much better under the pressure. Sometimes I feel like it's, they need that pressure. They need it. So Spolstra. Obviously, was able to right the wrongs. Boy, this series is going to be really fun. I think it'll be interesting to see, especially this coaching one-on-one, Michael Malone versus Eric Spolstra. How do they adjust to each other, especially at the beginning? That's going to be one of the real interesting things. And another part of it is Tyler Hero. So Tyler Hero, obviously, is dealing with that broken, broken hand. They are talking about how he is looking to possibly return for game three, which would be back in Miami. So that is very, very interesting. Very interesting. Because he can change a lot for them. And I think sometimes we definitely see the one thing they miss is they miss someone who can kind of create for their own or someone who can... Maybe not only create for their own, but also just go get a bucket. And I feel like sometimes, and especially in those three games that they lost, they didn't have enough of that, especially when Jimmy wasn't playing well, that it was really tough for them. Oh, man, I mean, what this Miami team has done, it's just one of the most unique runs to the finals. One of the most unique runs. I mean, it's... Talking with somebody else, and we were comparing it to LeBron's 2018 run. And I think it's very similar. I think Jimmy, just when Jimmy needed big buckets, he hit big buckets. That was just a massive thing. And it's great that he was able to do that. So, moving on, NBA Finals will start on Thursday. We will have an, an episode of the podcast on Friday. Or Saturday, excuse me. We'll watch the game. I'll give out a little thing. We'll give out a little video at halftime, probably. Just quick adjustments, what we see. Oh, man, it's been a great series. And so, obviously, moving on to that. And the other big series ended as well last night. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights officially knocks out the Dallas Stars in a massive 6 nothing win. I mean, shocked in Dallas. They were absolutely shocked. So, now we see Vegas and Florida. We'll start Saturday night in Vegas. Once again, another interesting part. You got this Panthers team on a little bit of rust. Haven't played since Wednesday. I mean, Vegas, Vegas, obviously. Playing, or excuse me, an extra week. It'll be interesting. But I, I, I'm leaning towards Florida at this point right now. I just think they're the hottest team. And when you have a, an elite, a goalie playing at an elite level, like Bob Rosky is. 
that just causes problems. So when we come back next episode on the Case County Podcast, we'll be back Saturday or Friday, excuse me. We'll talk Denver Nuggets, Miami Heat game one. We'll also talk a little bit of the NHL. Looking forward to that. We'll also take a look at the Champions League and the FA Cup final coming up this weekend as well. Big soccer weeks coming up with the Champions League finals, Europa League finals, Conference League finals, and the FA Cup finals. Of course, NBA finals coming up. NHL, uh, Stanley Cup. Going to be great next two weeks of sports before we get into the dog days of the summer. Thanks for listening again. Follow on the Twitter and Instagram at the Case Conley Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. We will be back later this week. Thanks.